Hard Feelings by Mark Coggins is a bang bang thrill ride, says best-selling author Seth Harwood, who adds that the lead character of Winnie is a female Jack Reacher. Find it in ebook or trade paperback wherever books are sold. In this podcast, it's read by author Mark Coggins. Learn more about Mark and his other novels at markcoggins.com. Chapter 9 The Winemaker I first started these notes in Cochrane State Prison, writing in pencil on a big chief tablet I purchased from the commissary. The tablet cost $6 for 48 sheets, and I had filled out 21 of those when Brian Earwig Killen caught me in the prison library and made me eat my words. All 21 sheets plus the cardboard cover with a picture of the Indian wearing a headdress. Mr. Killen is, or was, the leader of the Aryan Brotherhood in Cochrane. He earned his colorful sobriquet by jamming a shiv through the ear of a member of the Black Gorilla family while serving a stint in San Quentin. As I am neither Black, nor Mexican, nor Native American, You may wonder how I came to be on the wrong side of Earwig. Simply put, it was my own fault. I could have avoided all the trouble if I'd kept my head down, my eyes averted, and eaten my meals at the far end of the table, away from the members of the Brotherhood. Instead, I elected to debate them. You see, I am no racist. I know that we are all descended from the same tremulous puddle of African monkey spunk. No man can claim to be better than any other on the basis of race. We are all programmed with the same code. The same selfish genes are inside us, guiding our behavior, controlling our physical characteristics and capabilities for the sole purpose of propagating a copy of themselves in the next generation. Likewise. I am no theist. In fact, it would be more accurate to call me an anti-theist. I know there is no God, and I know that many, if not most, of the misguided, deluded, and outright pernicious things in the world come from religion, particularly Islam. Although Irwig and his brethren would hardly have characterized themselves as practicing Christians, they were clear about what they were not. Jews. Hearing from me that Christians were no better than Jews, that both were worse than atheists, and that whites were no better than blacks, did not endear me to them. They expressed their disagreement through intimidation, beatings, and sexual assault. I settled the debate by blowing them to bits with 2,080 sticks of seafloor explosive, ending their genes' chances of infecting future generations. My point is this. I am a man of principle, and I am willing and ready to act on those principles, even at high personal cost. My time in Cochrane was not all pain and tribulation. In addition to making the acquaintance of Earwig, I met George Donovan. He has proved to be invaluable from a recruiting perspective. He shares my views on the danger of Islam and— 
just as important, understands that we won't defeat it with one hand tied behind our backs. At the time I met him, Donovan was fond of quoting a line from a movie that I hadn't seen and can't be bothered to watch now. You can't handle the truth, the line goes. This is apparently shouted by a military commander to a courtroom of people who have no appreciation of the extremes required to defeat an enemy. In Donovan's retelling, the dramatization seems puerile, but there is no denying the underlying message. We must always be prepared to match and then exceed the enemy's tactics to defeat him. We can't let squeamishness prevent us from doing what is necessary. The ends truly justify the means. Are you surprised to see it stated so baldly? You shouldn't be. Do you think that natural selection would stop at anything, anything at all, to ensure propagation of genes from one generation to the next? Charles Darwin famously lost his faith in an omnipotent God when he came across the suffering caused by the ichneumon wasp, which uses a chemical to paralyze a caterpillar and then lays its eggs inside the host for its young to devour. And scientists have discovered a fungus that infects the brains of ants, turning them into zombies that are controlled by the fungus to position themselves to infect still more ants. In both these examples, natural selection has taken the gloves off. The selfish genes in the wasp and the fungus care nothing for the suffering they inflict on other species, as long as they survive to the next generation. When I watch the decapitation videos posted by Islamist fundamentalists, I am outraged. I want to decapitate the decapitators, but that would only be aping their tactics. On the other hand, when I think of the example of the fungus and the ant, and how it might be applied to the colony of Islamist zealots that infects the world, I am comforted and see a way forward. You have been listening to No Hard Feelings, a finalist for the Forward Reviews Book of the Year Award. Find it in ebook or trade paperback wherever books are sold. In this podcast, it's read by author Mark Coggins. Learn more about Mark and his other novels at markcoggins.com. Thank you.